We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Maris is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Morris, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is. They chat about topics like Abner's journey from a kid on the streets to boxing champ, sports, music, culture, and family life. Listen to On the Hook with Abner Morris wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week, we'll be discussing gaming content creators. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice, is all of the information for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Bobby Souls. Bobby is a fashion influencer, gaming content creator, host, and sneakerhead. Bobby's lifelong passion for sports, fashion, and video games have all come together as he creates content on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. He works with some of the biggest brands in the space, including Hint Water, Foot Locker, Champ Sports, Logitech, Astro Gaming, and Puma. In, in 2019, Ninja hosted Bobby Stream's stream for 24 hours, and the rest is history as he gained over 20,000 new followers and reached new levels. He's previously hosted Hot New Hip Hop's Hot New Sneakers segment, as well as some content series for Foot Locker. In addition, he also owns and operates a gaming truck, Rolling Video Games, that lets gamers compete in live tournaments hosted at the truck. Thanks for joining us. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Good, good. You know, and it was a little bit of a long intro, but, you know, you're doing so much. I had to make sure we highlighted it all. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, man. 
Good to have you. So, you know, now we're going to explore gaming content creators in a little bit more detail. So these are individuals that create unique and engaging original content, usually for social media distribution. So these can be gameplay tip videos, new weapon or item analysis or breakdown, or really any media incorporating gaming and anything else. So these individuals earn income in a variety of ways. They might have a salary if they're signed to a team or organization as a creator. They might earn revenue from social media, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, ad revenue, subscriptions, donations, bits, and any of the other similar incomes. Then sponsorship and brand partnerships. Then also there's been a rise of you know streamers and content creators actually having their own merchandise or licensing their likeness to other parties to create items with their name, their logo, or their gamer tag. So now we know a bit more about how content creators earn income. Tell us a little about your past gaming experience. Whew. All right. So I've been gaming like almost my whole life, but I never really like looked at myself as like an in quotes gamer. You know what I mean? Um, I was always more like going dating all the way back. Like I started playing games like the Nintendo 64, bro, like Super Mario, like all things like that. So like, as far as like gaming, I've been doing it for a while, but, um, you know, I used to play 2k with my friends. Like we used to bet sneakers in high school like, <laughs> on, on 2k games. Like it used to get crazy. So for like, as far as gaming, I've been gaming for a pretty long time. So how'd you kind of get into the content creation and streaming aspect? Uh, that's crazy. So, you know, streaming is fairly new, I guess you would say, right? Or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would say the last few years, maybe the last four or five years, it's really exploded, but, you know, it's yeah, been so around for a while. It's been around, like, for, it's it's fairly new, though. But, so, like, a couple years ago, probably this is, it's probably been, like, two, two and a half years, maybe, that I've been streaming. But, you know, I started building my following up on Instagram, like, through my sneakers. I had, like, a big sneaker. I still do have a big sneaker collection. And, uh, you know, I started taking pictures of them. Like, my, my friend had an HD camera. And he was like, listen, man, like take pictures of your shoes. Cause he was doing something similar at this, like around the same time. So I started building up my following on there. And, uh, my, it was actually my brother that like put me on to like what streaming was. Cause you know, he was watching like, I think it was like world of Warcraft or like league of legends or something, some like one of those OG games, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was like, yo bro, like you have a little bit of a following. I think at the time I had like, I don't know, like 10, 15,000 on Instagram. And he was like, bro, like you could stream these games. Like, I think you have the personality for it. And I was just like, what the hell does that mean? You know what I mean? Like what, what is streaming? I really had no idea what it was. And then um, from there, you know, I think it was like a week later, Ninja played with Drake and Travis and Juju and all them. And I was like, oh, so that's, that's, streaming. that's what streaming is. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of how, like, I got into the whole streaming thing. But a, a lot more goes into it than just that. But that's, like, basically how I got into it. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You kind of had this really unique collection. You started to make this engaging content and become an influential person in this fashionista and sneakerhead culture. Yeah, definitely. And at first, it's funny because I wasn't even, like, thinking about it like that. You know, I was just straight taking pictures of my sneakers. Like, if you go all like scroll down on my Instagram. It's literally just pictures of my feet. I didn't even show myself. 
at first. It was just straight pictures of my shoes, like really quality pictures of my shoes. And you just had such awesome ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. You know, I, I did. I do have a pretty crazy collection. Um, I'm actually upset. I sold. I did sell a lot of them at one point, which I kind of regret. But <laughs> well, you know what happens. So, what's your yeah. favorite part of creating content? Uh, my favorite part is probably just being able to express myself. You know what I mean? Like in a way where it's like I feel free when I'm creating because it's just I'm being me. You know, like my brand, and it's kind of tough. I feel like people, it's not always like this. But my brand is myself. You know what I mean? So the content that I put out is really just me being me. And I take a lot of pride in that. I feel like people, you know, in this industry or just in content creation in general, like people could really switch up and act a certain way. With me, what you see is what you get. And I take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's really engaging and authentic is that like, this is what you are. You love sneakers, you love ball, you love sports. Like, you're just, this is what you are. And there's so many people that are like that and relate to that. So it, you know, is a good way to connect. Definitely, for sure. So, you know, let's turn to the other side. So what's your favorite part about streaming? Oh, streaming. So I actually love streaming, <laughs> like a lot. Like a lot of people, I feel like, you know, they start streaming, right? Or even before they even start streaming, I feel like a lot of people look at streaming as a way to make money. And I feel like that is the total opposite way of how you should go into streaming. Like I started streaming um, off of my Xbox with a webcam from Best Buy for $40 and my TV, you know, and if you look at my setup now, it's way different because, you know, I put in work and stayed consistent, but I love streaming because it's just like, I get to be myself the same way that I mentioned before, where I'd go live. And my favorite part is really like interacting with people. Like all these people that are in my stream are people that enjoy watching me or enjoy the vibe that I'm putting out or, you know, the gameplay or whatever it is. Like they're in there, you know, just vibing out with me and watching what I do and what I love to do. So that's probably my favorite part is really being able to, bro, I got people all around the world watching me. You know what I mean? Like there's people in different countries, different states, in my hometown, wherever it may be. Like, it's cool that there's people all around the world that tune in. It's just, it's dope. Yeah, I mean, that, to me, I think is the biggest point that you made and what I've made, you know, a lot of clients, people I've talked to is that like, yeah, you want to get viewers because you want to get likes and whatever. At the end of the day, it's about a platform that you could literally engage in real time with people all across the world and do what you love. So, you know, some of the musician clients that I was trying to get into this space, it's like, you know, do record release parties, make a song you know, play something, just do an ask me anything, do anything where you're engaging and show your personality, not just, Hey, listen to my music. Hey, look at my video. Hey, look at my photo. It's, this is who I am. I love sneakers and I love playing sports and I love what's fun on Netflix and whatever everyone watching on HBO. And it's, you know, these are what I love. I love cooking. I love working out. Like what makes you, you and how you connect with your fans is what makes you know streaming such an amazing platform is that it gives you like you said you just clicked go live on xbox and got the 40 dollars logitech camera that i bet everyone had from <laughs> you know back in the day and it's like hey i'm bobby and i'm playing this and you're just engaging with the crowd and it really kind of has the showman in you definitely definitely man it's it's crazy like you can't just 
a lot of people I feel like look at like like I said, look at streaming as like, you know, the money side of things and oh my God, like you're gaining X amount of followers and everybody's chasing it for that when it's really, you know, if you do it the right way, yeah, it takes time. But I feel like that's you know, that's how it should be done. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and I know I keep alluding to it and let's kind of go into it. So tell us a little about your music and fashion background. You know, I know that you also, in addition to gaming content, you also have some more mainstream content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I feel like, and it's kind of going back to what you said, how like when you look at me as a brand, right? It's like what you see is what you get. So music and fashion have always, always, always been a huge part of my life. Like, and I feel like that came into play at like a young age because it's going to get crazy and it's going to sound crazy, but I was like not too good in school. You know what I mean? So when I was going to school, it was like, I was in there and the only thing I was really like focused on and like my friends and everyone around me was like, yo, what's like, you have the newest Jordans on bro. Or, Oh, yo, what are you wearing? Or yo, what song are you listening to? And like, that was always like the main topic. So for me, it was like, I feel like when it comes to creating, like you said before, like that was my outlet to create from such a young age was putting together a fire outfit and going to school and like being like, yo, look at my, look at my outfit. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I got on. And it got to the point where it was just like instilled in me where like that just became my life. Like I put together, like I just put together outfits and you know, whether it's the hat and the shoes and the this and the that. And it's like, that's just like who I am as a person now. You know what I mean? It's like a way to create for me. Yeah, you know, it's like your body is your canvas and it really kind of lets you express yourself and what you're feeling. And, you know, what I always found is nice is a lot of these games, you know, especially 2K and some of these other more, you know, mainstream ones are already kind of embracing this stuff where you have the swag store where you can buy Supreme and all these other lifestyle brands in 2K and wear them. And they have so- special limited edition drops. Yeah, no, it's 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 dope. And I, I love how games are taking note of that because, you know, back then when I'm in school, like in high school, um, it's just like living that, you know, being on the computer during class when you're trying to, you know, you're supposed to be doing typing on Word, but I'm on Flight Club looking up what's the hottest shoe right now. And it's like, who would have thought, you know, fast forward all these years later. And it's like all of that is starting to like tie together. And it's like a really cool thing, video games and all that stuff and fashion and music. It's just, it's, it's awesome to see, you know? Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike any other site, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it very fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now and use Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. 
And guys and gals, the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering off on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So what on the sneaker tip? So what are your you know top five, top three favorite sneakers that you own? Ooh, that's that is yo, I get that question a lot. <laughs> and I'm always like stumped every time somebody asks, because there's I have so many, but if I had to say my top, I actually have a Jordan 1 tattooed on my body. So I feel like that's only, you know, I have to say Jordan 1s are my favorite, probably the Jordan 1 bread just because that's like such a, a classic. So if it had to be three, this is, I don't want to put it in order, but it'd be the Jordan one bread. I love the fear of God shoes that what Jerry's doing with fear of God. Those are the high tops, like the ones, bro, the fear of gods are crazy. And then uh, the Yeezy wave runner 700s. I, I love those too. That's like my three most worn sneakers right now. So what is a sneaker or two that you always wanted to have that maybe you, you know, you heard of, but you don't have. Oh, that's uh, that's got to be, you know, I go to all these sneaker cons and like soul exchanges and all these sneaker shows back when, you know, you could go to them. And I feel like a shoe that I always saw that I was like, damn, I need that was probably the Red Octobers, the Yeezy 2 Red Octobers. Uh, those go for like $8,000 now. It's insane. And then probably the Air Mags too, because, uh, it's not like the, the a shoe that, you know, you see and you're like, damn, I could get fly in those. You know, certain people can, but it's more just like what they stand for in sneakers is like a really cool thing, you know. Awesome. So, you know, how do you kind of see how fashion and gaming are kind of working together? That's like, I feel like now more than ever, it's like, it's huge, you know, because like if you look at fashion, right. And just like you said before, how it's in 2K. Even in like in Fortnite, they collab with Jordan. Like there's so many different games now that, you know, it's intertwining and not even just with the gameplay. It's more like, look at who's streaming, you know, like there's NBA players who are streaming that they get fly. You know what I mean? Like they, they really care about how they look. And it's like people who are now, I feel like video games used to be looked at as like, oh, you weirdo or, oh, you nerd, where it's like nowadays you're streaming and the person that you have been following and thought were, you know, you, you, you vibed out with them or you thought what they were doing was cool is like, they play games too. You know what I mean? So it's like the fashion and gaming world go hand in hand. That's why you see all these basketball players before the game. It's like, they're rocking what they're rocking. What's the difference between a basketball player that has all these fans and a streamer that has all these fans? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a different, you know, medium of expression, whether you're playing basketball or whether you're streaming Fortnite. Exactly. So I feel like they, they really do go hand in hand. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you, you know, we have like League of Legends having like a Louis Vuitton in-game skin. And you oh, see a bunch I saw of that. other fashion brands kind of coming to the space because, you know, it's all part of what's hot and what's lifestyle. So it's like, like you said, the cool kids are now playing video games. So now the cool kid brands can come and be involved in them. 
Exactly. Yeah, League of Legends is actually. I don't know if this was like announced yet, but they got like a um a whole Nike line dropping. See, exactly. Nike, one of the biggest, more traditional lifestyle companies, sports apparel, is really involved in gaming in the esports space. It's crazy. It's crazy to see. It's actually it's it's really great to see because someone like me, like I said, I've lived and breathed this for so long. It's like it's cool to see it all come together and you know give opportunity to people like me and like myself that are in this space you know so tell us a bit about your music i know you've released some music before i have i have it's actually it's actually funny funny story about that i uh so i don't i don't sit here and you know I don't, i'm not like yo i'm a rapper bro like this is like <laughs> check out my you know like i don't do that i do it again because i love creating things so one night i was at my boy's house he has like a, a whole studio full-blown studio he like engineers for people and uh you know we were off a couple drinks and I was just messing around on the mic and he like turned to me and he's like, yo, you could like kind of sing a little bit. I was like, yo, bro, stop gassing me up. You know what I mean? Like, stop, bro. Like, I get it. But, uh, you know, even when I was younger, like I would like mess around and I was, I always thought I could sing a little bit, but, uh, he kind of like, I guess he gassed me up enough off a couple of drinks to make me, you know, yo, just, just sing into this mic real quick. You know what I mean? And then from there. It, it, we played it back even the next day i was like yo let's play this back and really hear how this sounds and i thought it was you know it was better than what some people are putting out that i've seen so i was like you know what let's let's just make some songs i i really do it for the creating sides of things like for me it's it's i'm not really i'm super good at like hearing a beat and like humming a hook to it like my hook game is crazy i'm not gonna lie i could like hear a beat and like have a, a chorus or hook or whatever it is down in like 10 minutes, not even like, you know? So for me, it's just, it's about creating and having fun, man. That's what it's always about. Yeah. You know, I saw the video where you kind of incorporated some of the gaming setup and stuff. So it was definitely a nice way to kind of bridge the two worlds. Yeah. I feel like nobody, you know, for me, I I'm on YouTube, right. And I put out all this gaming stuff, basketball stuff, whatever it is. And it's like, why can't I shoot a music video uh, at my gaming setup but that's such a big like part of my life why can't i do that and my guy that actually has the studio at his house he's a video guy too and he was like dude you could easily do that like just be you and i was like let's do it man so yeah that video was like the first like music video that you know i've ever done which sounds crazy because like i said i'm not out here promoting myself as yo i'm a rapper and an artist but it's funny because i put that video out and it looks like i am you know what i mean so yeah, I mean, that's what's nice about it, that you kind of, you know your audience, you know how to kind of bring, you know, the creative elements, the gaming, the fashion and the sneaker wear, and it really all works together great. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, you know, another thing that we're looking at is kind of the crossover between gaming and music. You know, there's a lot of, from the background music that we hear, these iconic anthems from Mario and The Legend of Zelda, and then you have you know, NBA 2K and some of these games that have these pretty star-studded, you know, soundtracks. So how do you see how the gaming and music world kind of tie together? Well, gaming and music, I feel like that's even bigger than than anything. Like gaming and music is is huge because you see what's going on with, you saw Logic, right? Sign that deal with Twitch. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is going to be like where things start. Like that's the direction that things are going to start heading into. Logic was like the first artist I feel like that signed a major deal with a streaming company like that. Uh, or you know, Twitch is known for gaming. You know, 
So it's like for him to sign that deal, I feel like it broke ground almost, even though it's been a thing. Like, you know, you're, you're playing a game, you're listening to music, right. Or in the game, you have certain sounds, like you said, with Mario and Zelda, like I could hum those right now. Like those are like iconic sounds, you know what I mean? So I feel like when it comes to music and gaming, I feel like a lot of artists are going to be um, releasing their music through their streams. If they were smart, at least I feel like they would, you know, make a Twitch, make a YouTube, make a face, whatever it is and start promoting your music, man. Cause that's what it's, that's the direction that everything's headed into is streaming. Like streaming is going to be mainstream television. If, if not already, like in the next five years, I feel like the whole streaming world, you're going to be flicking through the channels and you're going to see your favorite streamer on the TV instead of, you know, a TV channel. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there'll be Twitch TV for real one of these days. I, I really believe so, man. And that's why I said, like, when it comes to back to your question, like music and gaming, like there's MTV on, on the TV, right? Who's to say that you can't have your own channel where you promote your own self and your own music and other artists and things like that on your streaming platform, you know, yeah. while you're gaming at the same time and doing whatever X, Y, Z that you're doing, you're also promoting your music. Yeah, I mean, it's really kind of just about entertainment. And, you know, I'm sure a television network would love the minimal production cost of you doing your own setup. You just kind of doing what you're doing from your own house or your basement. It's crazy, too. That's something I feel like people don't talk about, like streamers like me, man. I'm sitting at a at a desk right now with all this equipment that I would have never thought in my life that, number one, I would learn, like, how to use or know how to use. And number two, like, that it would be necessary to have this. Like, I started off, like I said, with an Xbox and a TV and a $40 webcam. And now I have three monitors, a TV, lights, four webcams, a uh, $4,000 computer, uh, headphones that, you know, I got sponsored by this company. I'm wearing these headphones, like a crazy mic. Like there's so much that goes into it. And for streamers and gamers or anybody in general to be able to like operate all this, like it's, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I have my little podcast. I have my mic and my pop filter, and I'm sitting here thinking I'm some super techie. Exactly, man. You know, you know, you have the, the I have one of those like arm things attached to my desk. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes, you know, my girl will walk in the room and be like, yo, you look like you have like a radio station in your room. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it kind of is, you know? So, you know, also kind of building on your point, you have people like Travis Scott actually, you know, releasing music and filming a music video live and, a bunch of other kind of live streaming festivals and, you know, musicians kind of doing live album release parties. And, you know, I think that you're just kind of touching on what's already starting to happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's crazy to see, man. Like even that you just mentioned that it's crazy. Cause you wouldn't have thought, you know, pre pandemic or whatever, that would have never been a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and you got 26 million people watching it. It's definitely bigger than any album release party could have had in LA or New York or, you know, even every major city across the globe. Ever. I saw that, Um, I think it was the weekend, he did something with TikTok. And he had, it was like record-breaking numbers. Like, he had an insane amount of people. And it was cool, because I don't know if that was real or if they, like, made it look like it was real. But, like, he was standing in Times Square, like, above everything. And it was like, it just looked crazy. And for to think that that's a real, a real thing going on right now in 2020, like, it just seems so, like, futuristic. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. And, you know, it kind of brings us to this next huge accomplishment. So tell us a little about when Ninja hosts you. Like, how did that happen? How did it feel <laughs> after? Yeah, man, that's a uh, that's that was one of the craziest days of my life. No lie. Um, how it happened. It's kind of crazy because obviously uh, most people do know that when Ninja left Twitch, it was the biggest thing like, yo, Ninja left Twitch for what? For Mixer? What is even like a lot of people didn't even know what Mixer was, you know? Um, but yeah, he came over to the platform. It was a big deal. Everybody on Mixer felt like they made it. <laughs> like, at least me, like, I know I was like, I made videos about it. Like, yo, Ninja is coming to the place that I'm a partner on. And it's like, you know, I remember the day that he came in like his first stream. And I'm sitting there thinking, yo, could you imagine if like he hosted me? And it's funny because I, I was saying that to one of my boys. And who I said that to, like, yo, we just looked at each other like, yo, could you imagine if he hosted you? Like, that would be, like, life-changing. And we, like, looked at each other and we, like, la- like, yeah, that would be crazy. That's never going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, that would be, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And it's funny because when he hosted me, the kid that I said that to was with me. So it was just, like, a, a surreal feeling. But, man, when, that, when he came in there, like, I saw him type in the – because on Mixer, you used to be able to see when people came into the chat before they even said anything. So I saw Ninja come in and I thought, you know, it was like, there's so many Ninja fanboy accounts that I thought it was just like uh-huh. somebody trolling me, you know? So I kind of was like laughing about it. Like, yeah, what's up, Ninja? Yeah, yeah, haha. And then boom, he hit me with the host of 25,000 people. And that was like right when he got on Mixer. It was like, you know, I think it was like the, the first week he was there. So it was super like new. There was people just hanging out in his channel, like just hanging out in there when he wasn't even live. So I had all these people in there and it was just the craziest feeling. I actually have a video of it. My friend like instantly whipped out the phone and like started recording like the whole thing, which I'm super grateful for. Cause I feel like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even have had any type of like evidence or like anything that that even happened. So that was, uh, that was, it was just, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing that he just kind of, picked out someone who was obviously really doing stuff on the platform and highlighted them and, you know, really you kind know of changed everything. It's like the reason that it happened um, is funny, like how the world works the day before, or it might've been the day of actually, I went on Instagram and I was having like a bad day. It was just like, I was in my feelings about like people not showing support to people that whether they've known me my whole life or, you know, the people close to me and people that I've been around my whole life, like, how do they not, how are they hating or how are they not supporting what you do? Like, if you need to cut those people off, like you need to start showing love to get love, right? That was like my whole message. And then I get on stream and I made my stream title, show love, get love. And I went back and I rewatched like Ninja's VOD to see like, was there a reason why he hosted me? Or like, what, what did he say about me? Like, what was it? And you look and it says, he's scrolling through like Mixer's homepage and he's like, oh wow, show love, get love. He was like, I like that. That sounds like that. That's a real thing. Let's check this guy out. And then he came into my stream and I was going crazy. Like my streams are super high energy. And he was just like, yo, I, I like this guy. Like, let's host him. Everybody show <laughs> love. And then he got off and I think he had something to do that day. Like ironically, like, he just had something to do for the next 24 hours. And, you know, I just was, I, I rolled the wave, bro. I was, I live streamed for 24 hours. 
What was that like? How do you even do that? Bro, I think it was really just like a shock factor. Like, yo, I just got hosted by the biggest streamer in the world. You know what I mean? And it was just like, yo, I got to keep this going. And because I, I was, my whole thing was, I was just going to stream until I couldn't. And then it got to the point where, yo, I'm not getting off stream until Ninja comes back. And it's funny because the next morning I was still alive and he came in the chat and donated me like 500 hours. Like, bro, you're still at this? Like GG's, bro. Like, <laughs> and he <laughs> donated me 500 and I was just like, bro, this is nuts. So what game were you playing or games? I was, I was playing Fortnite at the you time. You played 24 hours of Fortnite. Yeah, dude, it was crazy because on, on Mixer, like you had to play Fortnite. It was like at that time, like you had to play Fortnite. Otherwise you weren't really growing like that. So I was grinding Fortnite and yeah, I played that. I played that shit for 24 hours, bro. But I had my boy with me that it happened with. He was there and he was like kind of shocked too. And I'm thankful for him, man. Like he was just like, yo, bro, you have to keep going. So like he gave me that Gatorade and the Red Bull. I just keep going. (laughs) Bro, he took the controller at one point and I was just talking to the chat because the chat was moving so fast, bro. And like, I when when I stream, like I said earlier, like I try to connect with everyone. So imagine you trying to connect with twenty five thousand people for twenty four hours. It uh, it, it's crazy. It was crazy. Well, that's amazing. You know, as they say, things have a way of working out, and you know, the secret is that you put the positive energy out there, and good things come back to you. For sure, absolutely, man. It's it's, it's crazy too, because even after the fact of all that, like the things that have happened because of that moment, that one moment. It, like everything that's happened after the fact or things that you know have come my way because of that is just it's crazy yeah so you know a little bit some of the other stuff you're working on is you have this gaming truck company so yes. tell us a little about that when did you start that what is it so it's a funny story about that it's me and a good friend of mine walter king he um me and him are partners in the business it's it, it's funny man how that comes about too like like you said like right place right time positive energy um that truck so i hadn't I, I hadn't heard what a gaming truck was i never knew what it was the only time i heard about it was someone that i played xbox with was from down south where the weather's always warm you know what i mean and he mentioned what that was and i was like dude i don't know what you're talking about i've never heard of that before in my life so cup fast forward a couple months my boy walter hits me up and he knows that i'm you know i'm doing the streaming thing and the ninja and the this and that and i stream up mixer whatever and he's like yo bro like my nephew just had a birthday party on this gaming truck like this was the craziest thing in the world like i feel like you would love it and i was like i was like yeah bro like i heard about him like what was it like he sent me some pictures and he's like yo bro like i want to open up one of these and i was like laughing at him like bro you probably need like a stupid amount of money to do it like first off and like how do you even go about like, we're what, we're going to buy a truck and put the TVs in. Like, I'm, we don't know how to do any of that. And he was like, nah, man, like the party that I just did it with, like they're a franchise. Like I called them. He was like already ready to go. And he said that he reached out to one of his other friends and his friend like shot it down. He was like, yo bro, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that shit's not going to work. Like that's dumb. Like put your money into something else. So when he called me and I gave him such a bro, like we could do that. Like you kidding me? Like we'll kill it. He was like, "Yo, I knew I, that we had to do it one by just by off of your the way you reacted." So, you know, it was kind of like he had the idea of the gaming truck came to me, and he asked me to be a part of it. And from there, it's been it's been crazy, man. It really is. It's a blessing, bro. Like 
like it's called rolling video games is the company that we bought the truck from but our brand is new york console kings so that's what our truck is called and we do birthday parties events and just seeing the people's like faces like when this truck pulls up is like worth every every dollar you know yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I would love to have one of these things. We just have this big truck that has these PlayStations and Xboxes, and you and all your friends can play. So how many different consoles does it have? So speaking on consoles, by the way, the PS5 and Xbox got announced, and we're freaking out because we don't know where to get 10 Xboxes and 10 PlayStations. So if anybody uh, ever listening to this knows where to get those... Or get me one, too, while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, but... um, Yeah, so we have... What is it? Seven TVs, um, two on the outside, five on the inside, um, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo on each TV. Okay, so that's awesome. So you can kind of play inside or you know, have people outside as well. Yeah, the outside's cool, man. That's where like a lot of the just dance goes on. A lot of a lot of people be just dancing out there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what's the future of the Bobby Souls brands? Where are we going from here? Oh, the future, man. It's it's crazy. You know, like someone like me, and I'm sure you, you know, you talk to a lot of people you understand that are in this type of space. Like I really just take each day by day, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I've, I'm so caught up in like making this work that I feel like I don't even think about the future. And it's like something that I got to really sit down and plan about. But if I had to really say like, just keep doing what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Keep grinding keep putting out content staying positive because i feel like that's a huge thing too on the internet when your whole brand is put out there for the world to see it could be hard sometimes you know everybody's judging or seeing or has, everybody has an opinion so i feel like staying positive and staying on track is something that i have to do but as far as future i definitely want to get into like basketball content i want to be like i see a lot of these youtubers like playing one-on-one or going to the park and playing or, you know, things like that. And I feel like basketball is a huge part of my life where I'm looking at these dudes and like, yeah, some of them are good, but a lot of them suck, bro. And yep, it's like, we're going to have to challenge them all. Yo, I wanted to, like, I wish, man, I wish I could really do that and just go from city to city and be playing. I'm like, I'd really love that. Win or lose. Get on the I'm gaming like, truck. We'll play you in the park in real life. Then we'll play you in the park in 2K. In 2K, yeah. Like, and that's another thing I really want to do too. I really want to start taking 2K serious because it is a, uh, you know, compared to Fortnite, like what I'm used to streaming, it's like, it is a smaller niched thing. You know what I mean? Like community, I, I guess you could say. Much smaller viewership. Exactly. Like there's only really like what? I mean, take the 2K league out of it. Take all the guys that are really playing professional out of it. Like content creator, like creator wise, there's probably like maybe five to 10, like mainstream, like you know who they are because they play 2K type of guys you know what i mean yeah so it's like i would love to get into that and start uh start taking 2k serious and really doing things around that that would be that would be cool yeah i mean i think that's really important because it really kind of has all the stuff that you look for the fashion the sports the gaming and you know it's a lot more personality driven so i think it's a good area to work on definitely another thing too i'm just thinking of it is i would really want to start like not an org but almost like I want to have a team of like-minded people where, you know, we have 2K content creation or Fortnite. And we just like all, you know, I could, once I get to, you know, a point 
where, you know, I really feel like, all right, this is the time to start helping others. Cause I'll be honest with you, man. Like I really haven't had any type of guidance through this whole thing. I've just been doing it. I've been staying positive and I've been, you know, knowing that if you work your ass off, you'll make a name for yourself and it'll all work out just fine. So I feel like, you know, it's, it gets scary. And I feel like as we like grow and as this whole content creation becomes more mainstream, there's going to be a lot of kids that want to do it. And I feel like, you know, someone like me that basically kind of did it on his own, um, you know, will be able to help and guide other kids through it. So that's something that I really, really, really want to take serious at some point too. Yeah. You know, I know that in music, there's like these collectives and artist collective where we're all sharing each other's stuff and liking it and being like, Hey fans, check out my friend Bobby's this. And, you know, I think a collaborative effort like that is definitely a good focus. Exactly. And it's, it's really about teaching the youth, man. Like, I feel like, like I said, as you know, I get older, we get older, content creation gets older and more mainstream. It's like, you know, these kids are going to need some type of guidance. And it's like the people that have been doing it are going to need to help them out. So I feel like that'll be as I get older and as time goes on, like that'll be my, that'll be my role, you know? Yeah. To evolve into a mentor for the next generation. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, I really like to end each episode with my three questions. So what's your favorite game to watch? Oh, um, that's a good question, man. I mean, it's tough because I love Fortnite and like what that game stood for. Like it used to be so fun to watch. I feel like like back in its earlier, you know, in the prime time of Fortnite, even to this day, though, I really do enjoy like watching it. Um, Favorite game to watch would probably be Fortnite, to be honest, Fortnite or 2K, because 2K, I feel like is the closest thing to real life basketball. And if, you know, basketball has a season. So when the season isn't on or going on, it's like, you could always watch 2K and you could really like, there's a lot of character in 2K. I feel like, like, it's like really like you're hooping out there, you know? So Hmm. it's probably my favorite 2K and Fortnite are my favorite games to watch. Okay. So what are your favorite games to play? Oh, I probably, yo, right now we're going to go by right now. I've been playing a lot of that fall guys game, man. Fall Guys, I love, like, I don't know why. It's, like, so simple. I love playing it. Um, Fall Guys, 2K, obviously, because I play basketball in real life. And like I said before, 2K is, like, the closest thing to basketball that you could get. So I love playing 2K, man. I love 2K. Okay, so, you know, who's your favorite video game character? Mario, Luigi, Pikachu, any of those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be Mario, man. It's got to be Mario. Just I have the Mario star tattooed on my arm um that like mario played a big part in like my childhood so it would probably yeah it would be mario for sure okay so we got the icon mario and 2k we're we're definitely on the same wavelength here i like it (laughs) so you know thank you so much for joining us this was extremely insightful so tell everybody where they can find you first of all i want to say thanks for having me because this was this was awesome to uh, be able to you know connect with you and just let the world know what's going on but yeah you guys everybody watching listening can find me at bobby souls i'm bobby souls on everything any social media platform at bobby souls with the z if you forget the z it ain't me that's what i always say (laughs) and uh yeah every everything bobby souls awesome so you know thanks everybody for tuning in and follow me on twitter justin jesq check apple Podcasts for all our past episodes 